Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I'm your host, Sean Walchev. This is a behind the scenes tour of the Barnes Tennis Center. Ryan Redondo, CEO, brand new CEO. We just finished a podcast. Be sure to check it out. Howard Solomon, part of the Cali Barbecue Media team. And uh, we're gonna give you guys an idea of the big plans for the future and why tennis will be, the mecca for tennis in Southern California is right here in San Diego. This is the vision, this is the man behind the vision. He's gonna uh, bring you guys into what it's, what it's like to grow up in a tennis family, to be put in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And now you're gonna blossom, but we need help in order to blossom. So yeah, yeah. Come, on, come on and uh, in, enjoy. One of my favorite, if not my favorite place here, is the Booth Education Center. This was such a fantastic uh, addition to U Tennis San Diego. Let you guys Thank go you. in. So nice. the Booth Education Center here provides our home for junior aces. It's three to five year olds. So cool. And uh, nine to 12.30, they come in and they've got their classes in here. Wow. This is a beautiful facility. My son and daughter could make a big mess in here. I know, it's so beautiful. Wow. And uh, I've got the That's a great playground. outdoor playground. And right now, because of COVID, they do all their classes outside okay. and then they play and they do an hour of tennis every day. Um, so such a cool... Can we go out here? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a playground aficionado. <laughs> Thank you. And what age did you say this starts at? Three to five years old. Wow, so they're playing an hour's worth of tennis at three years old? Uh, yeah, I mean, they do what they can. Wow. It's um, amazing. That's amazing. So yeah. great. And they, they teach them with a red ball or a balloon. Um, our, our director and our coaches are, are awesome. I have um, a three-year-old, so I'm, I have no doubt. My son could be on there for five hours, probably. Yeah, yeah. The amount of energy that a three-year-old has is just untapped. It's a, it's it, well, I'll come out and just for five minutes between a meeting or something, come out and just watch them because some of them are super good. So and then their comments too, right? the comments they make about one of this, one of the, they were doing a um, ring, uh, running around a circle. Uh -huh. And Lindsay Vosberg, our director, um, said, okay, guys, feel your heart. And this one kid was feeling his heart and he goes, I feel my spirit, you know, and he's like, I, I was like, that's amazing. I got goosebumps. I was like, this is beautiful. This is why we do this. You know, that I is, love that. I'll never forget I feel it. My it's amazing. Spirit. Yeah. So this is all part of the barn center as well. Yeah. This the parking lot and then the uh, south lot over there is about three acres. Yep. And does a lot of your funding come from private donations? Because I see like the placards on the courts and sponsorships yeah. and things like that yeah our fundraising you know, we have the virtual gala coming up uh, the national junior tennis and learning center that's a usta um, through the usta foundation we're a chapter four okay. njtl that was co-founded by arthur rash and charlie passerell and so part of our funding comes from the usta foundation and uh, US, Southern California Tennis Association. So there's different avenues that so are those nonprofit. Are like, you have to apply for those grants every year? You or apply is, for yeah. them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you have to maintain your, your maintain chapter your status, status and those kind of things. And that requires you know, doing your, uh, your you know, outreach and community mm -hmm. service and the tournaments and everything you do and financial and, assistance. Uh, Lindsay and our coach Greg, they do uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays and then they also offer tutoring. So then after they play tennis, they get an hour of tutoring as okay. well. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, one of the best, I don't know if you've ever seen this one, Inner Game of Tennis. 
Probably. Tim oh, yeah. Galloway. So this is the book. That's the and one. This is, for instance, this is so powerful. This is part of Pete Carroll, the uh -huh. Seahawks coach. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He uses a lot of really? in here. It's on my list now. Yeah, it's an amazing book. Um, it's not just tennis. It's not the inner game of tennis. It's the inner game of life and the way he teaches it and stuff. But uh, Pete Carroll refers to this a lot. I love that book. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah. You got all the old tennis magazines from way back in the day. Um, but this is definitely you, a gem. Do you guys do stringing here? Stringing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do stringing. This is awesome. It's like a tennis museum. I know. Super cool. I haven't seen a World Book Encyclopedia for 40 years. <laughs> this is awesome. I love this. John, Wood John Wooden's Oh, yeah. Success. Yep. Harper for Kids is a... Um, a group, Peanut Louie and Tim Harper, and they partner with John Wooden, um, and they have their pyramid of success, and they go in to schools and teach Wooden's philosophy, and uh, it's awesome. It's clay courts? Two clay courts. We used to have four clay courts. Those two clay courts, they're red clay, and they are out of commission. So a part of our gala is on there is I have I would like to replace them with the two clay courts that Eduardo has at Rancho Valencia. Unbelievable. Because they are half the cost because they don't use, they use way less than half the water. Uh huh. And they, essentially it's a turf surface and then they put the clay on top. Whereas those were installed by the USTA when we hosted the Davis Cup. Okay. And they put those in for the Davis Cup players to train on. And uh, those have water tanks under that cracked and are broken. So we can't water from underground, which makes them um, in the condition they are. So one of my priorities is to get those changed. That's awesome. Not many clay courts where people can play. Public clay courts for sure. Nope. Lighted as well. Public, I don't, these would be the only public clay courts in San Diego. Yeah. The Rancho Valencia has them, La Costa, and Rancho Santa Fe, but you need to be members. So we have tennis coaches. We've got about 12 to 14 coaches at one time. Okay. We're hiring and we're looking for more because of the demand. And then we have our administrative staff. We have maintenance, janitorial. Um, but I do want to note Steve Adamson. I hired him as our director of tennis. That was my first hire. Okay. Um, That's an important hire, your first hire. Very important. And he was the guy I knew, though. I mean, not only does he have, he has in his the Steve Adamson Tennis Academy. He's got about 24 kids. Over half are all top 10 in Southern California. Wow. Some of them are national champions. And he's got some of the best collegiate athletes as well that he's all coached. And so not only knowing that, and he would bring, he brought all of those players here, but his values as a, as a person and the way in which he coaches um, are stellar. And so he and I, a lot of people say you're doing such a great job, but this is about the staff that we have. Correct. And he is a huge part of that because he's the one that's in charge of all of our programs. Every single program we have is full with a waiting list. Wow. And my vision was that we need a trickle-down effect. And so the trickle-down effect is we need every, we need all of the best players here, the top juniors here, so that we are that hub. And then that's going to trickle down and motivate the next program and yep. motivate the next program all the way down to the, like we said yep. before, the five-year-old. Correct. And so he was, he was the guy I had my eye on that, okay, we need, 
again, not just his players, but him as the coach and his values leading the leading the tennis. Yeah. So he's awesome. Yeah, but this mulch, I mean, it does. Before this was all just dead weeds and everything. It's, am, it's amazing what a little bit of landscaping can do to improve yeah. the aesthetics of a property. Unfortunately, with the time change, um, a lot of our programs that when people can come out and play yeah. are going to get hindered because of light. Yep. So we need to we need to get lights on these pickleball pickleball courts. How much do lights cost? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. What kind we need because we do have excess lights for the courts that we could use. Uh -huh. But um, so it would just be insulation poles. Uh, we already have electricity out here. So in about 30 minutes or so, every one of these courts is going to be filled with kids. Really? For our, yeah. I played CIF on these courts. Yeah, me too. Full circle, right? I know. I played the junior, all the junior tournaments, CIF. Uh, when I was in college, they hosted the World Team Tennis College Championships here. Uh -huh. So I played here in college. Played you, in the Mountain how'd West. How'd you do? Um, that one was... That was kind of like you talked about in the podcast, like burnt out. Yes. And when I transferred to San Diego State, um, the first tournament was here. So as an Aztec, that was the first tournament I got to play. And with the World Team Tennis, it's it's um, co-ed. So you got men and women, and then you can sub in. Oh, really? Yeah, so the coach could be like, all right, that guy's not doing good. I'm going to sub this player in. And so I was like the third, the third guy. So I was not in. And, um, you know, I had done the training and I was taking on this blossom where you're planted philosophy. Yes. And, and I remember we were losing and the coach pulled one of my teammates out. He was really pissed off about that. And he said, Ryan, you're in. And that was like, okay, I'm gonna put it yeah. to work here. And, and it we did well, yeah. wow. <laughs> we did well. And it kind of, like I said, from there, um, we definitely helped, helped the program. That's awesome. Yeah. Because you got to the point, you were ranked number one, right? From doubles? In doubles, yeah, we made, we were ranked number one in the country for a while. We got, we won the national indoors. That was that first semester. Uh-huh. And then my junior year, we made the finals of the national championships in Athens, at University of Georgia in Athens. Wow. Yeah. So my ultimate goal, I'm going to put this out there and I want this on, on I want this, is that this court should be the world team tennis stadium court. World Team Tennis Stadium Court. Yeah, it's the Aviators. We have the San yep. Diego Aviators, and they play at La Costa, which An is beautiful. Andy Roddick is still playing, or he uh, yeah, he's. It? I think he is still playing, but it's uh, it's amazing. It's in La Costa. It's at La Costa Resort right now, which is beautiful. But to me, we can build stadium. Right, this yeah. is our stadium court. We can build up, and this is in San Diego, and we're a kids we're a, we're a kids facility. Yeah, and so to me, the evolution of sport is. Like, it's great up there for La Costa and that area, but let's fill this place up with kids Yep. and watching the aviators. Let's fill them up. Let's give them free tickets. That'd be Every awesome. Every kid, you get free tickets. We probably have thousands, Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. You know, we're 15 minutes from downtown. We're right next to the ocean. It's a perfect spot. So that's one of my goals, one of my dreams for Barnes is to be the center for uh, aviators. You heard it. You heard it on <laughs> Digital Hospitality right here during COVID. We just had Calling ESPN here yesterday. Babe Ruth. <laughs> Calling the shot.
So right now we're, we're walking into the, the banquet room. It's about 3,000 square feet. And um, I have my vision for this area is 1,000 square feet over there in that room um, to be a physical therapy center, a wellness center. Mm -hmm. So that all of our players, because we have some of the best players now in San Diego and mm -hmm. Southern California here, keep them here. Yep. You know, if, if they're, they're supplemental training, um, get it here so they can, they can maximize this, this small amount of time from school and after school mm -hmm. to get all their training in here. If they get hurt, um, if they need to prehab, not, not just be hurt, but to get better and to stay healthy. Um, so we've been working with Catalyst Physical Therapy mm -hmm. and um, they do wellness and, and that's kind of my vision that they have as well as that you're not just coaching the body. Yeah. You know, you're coaching all aspects. That's great. And so that's that's a part of the bigger plan for Barnes in this area. I'd love to see this room, which is the banquet room. Um, they've had some banquets, but to me, it's like we should get some garage doors in mm -hmm. here and make this a, a, a physical, uh, like a fitness center gym. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see us be able to provide that for the community. That would get community members in here. And they might go out and say, wow, I want to play tennis. Yeah. Now we've just added a whole nother community of tennis players and then all of our kids can come and train here as well so there's lots of um, lots of space and lots of opportunities here tell us about the food and beverage so the food and beverage you can see a little window here which to me if this is a if this is a, uh, a gym yeah. fitness center and people are working out and they can get an acai bowl they can get a smoothie um, a juice or something mm -hmm. right there that's perfect right and then they can go out and we're going to be fundraising for all new furniture out here mm -hmm. for this lounge area. Now you can have mom and dad that can work out. Kids can be playing tennis. They can be running around here. And then they can come on a day they don't even want to play and say, you know what? I want to get some food. Yeah. Right. And now you've again, we're we're providing for the community that they think of Barnes as the place that they want to go for everything in their life. Yeah. You know, um, not everything. Are but, there potentials you know, to get well, a liquor license? Um, or no? I would say for events and stuff. Yeah. Um, I would have, you know, with the nonprofit status, we'd definitely have to look at what that looks like. Sure. I know they, for all of their, the galas and yeah, they all get of the, the events, yeah, they have all the temporary license, but for that, um, I mean, nothing is out of, out of practice. Sure. Howard, Howard's wheelhouse. So this is the this is the baby right here. Yep. This was one of the most popular. The tennis ghost. Come in. This is the tennis ghost kitchen. <laughs> you haven't seen it ever before. It was a tennis center turning into a ghost kitchen. So Possibly. this was the most popular place in the '90s and early 2000s for every kid. Um, before they, I don't know when they did this because I've just been hired. But these windows open up. And this is where all the food was, and this is where parents would bring food home for the kids. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a, a place of um, attention, yeah, right, and energy. There was energy in this place, and then it hasn't been in here for a while. So. What What were the things that people requested? What they ate? Uh, lots of sandwiches, um, pastas, everything. I think they they provided kind of what was going at that time. Mm -hmm. um, because there is no kitchen, which we talked about last time. There's no hood, so mm -hmm. like on-site prep. But 
when you talk about a bigger vision for food and beverage, I mean, the reason why Howard Solomon is on the team, he, he's really the first hire for us on our big development plan, and that's digital restaurants need to adapt to the world that we're living in, and we need to be more flexible to get quality, slow food fast. Mm -hmm. So tennis players, it's not about you know forcing them to eat ribs when they're about to go play tennis. Yeah. It's about what do we do best, which is operationally getting the quality food, finding out in the ecosystem of where we are, well, what does the barn center need? Yeah. What do the families need? What yeah. do the tennis players need? What does the fitness um, professionals, like if we're serving stuff that is an acai bowl that is full with sugar and isn't a natural acai bowl, yeah. like, you know, they, all those values, when they align, something magical can happen. Yeah. If they're conflicting, then it's just a business transaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's... And then have it be a, a value to the business as well, where it becomes a profit center and yeah. a place for people to go to yeah. and a quick stop for a quick game of pickleball and a bite to eat or whatever that looks like. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, I'm a member at Balboa. Mm -hmm. and they have a small um, cafe, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll bring my kids to hit on the wall and yep. we'll get lunch there. Yeah. I'll get a breakfast burrito because yep. right. it's there and yep. you want to be there, yep. you know. Um, but we have, so one of my things that I did is I, I started adult memberships. So we've got a, we're going to have to limit it at some point, but we do have a whole community of adults coming here now at night. Um, so after the tennis after, programs? Yeah, and um, in the mornings, once COVID kind of ends itself, I think we'll have a good stream of ladies' leagues here, mm -hmm. and they always need catering too. Sure. Um, but you know, we have hundreds of kids and families that come here every weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, this weekend we'll have three to four hundred people walking through the doors on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and so the, and they'll the, eat everything. And, well, the they'll eat it. You know, I mean, correct. And the exciting thing for us is that when restaurant operators, when restaurant when they start to get more flexible of what does our business look like. We don't need to go look for 5,000 square feet. We can now service an incredible vision for all these tennis families yeah. and these people that are playing pickleball and that are coming to the Barnes Center. But there's Point Loma's here. Yeah. Ocean, Ocean Beach is here. You know, there's sports arenas here. There's people that live in this community that through third-party delivery and digital, as long as it doesn't interrupt oh, yeah. the flow of the business and the tennis, we can figure out Yep. That, then it makes sense yeah. for great, incredible places to come in. I mean, Danny Meyer has been doing that in uh, with Union Square Hospitality Group, and that's how they went into MoMA yep. Museum. Years. That's how yep. they went into Central Park. It was all based off of a cart, like a hot, a hot dog yeah. cart. Yeah. But until you have the conversation yeah. of what are we trying to do. Exactly, and I know I, on Thursday I have a... Uh, Zoom meeting with Aimco. They own Mariner's Cove. Okay. They're out of Denver yeah, yeah. or something. But I got a call from the owner and he's like, we're going to be de demoing each section at a time and completely redoing it. Really? Well, who knows what that looks like? Sure. Um, but if you don't have that conversation, yeah. then yep. then it becomes we're, we're it's against each other. Or but when you have a conversation and there maybe is an essence. Yeah. Well, maybe there's synergy. Yeah. Like, well, or we, we can say, hey, yeah. well, you know or what hey, we're going to be yeah. bringing in is we're going to be bringing in Correct. this. Yeah, through that collaborative like, environment, you create good synergy yeah. and partnership and exactly all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, then, and we have all those townhomes, you know, in south of the lot. And I have a big vision for that south lot mm -hmm. ourselves, you know. And so this is a kind of a center. It could be a center of 
Yep. All the circle. Food, yeah. food is food and beverage is always creates a gathering. Create creates the gathering in the community. Yeah. Yeah. It creates the memorable moments of life. And next door is another room that we've been tossing around. Like, do we take this wall out? Or do we open it up another window and have that as the inside seating? Uh-huh. And that is the outside seating. Can we see it? Yeah. What's above here, do you know? Four feet until the ceiling, okay. to the roof. And then the roof. Yep. Piece of cake. There you go. You got a whole storage bin over here. Big walk-in closet. And what's here? This is going to be... This right now is a just a big room. Mm-hmm. They had some equipment here. This was a storage room that was, I mean, it was packed. And so I'm cleaning this up and this is where we'll rent out for when event, big events come in. We can say to their staff, you can rent this room out. Mm -hmm. Rather than everything right now is everybody's wanting that banquet room for themselves. And my take is that's, that's opportunity for us. Oh, know, for no. revenue, for kids. The banquet, I mean, the, the banquet hall is like, that's your guy, like, yeah. yeah. So to me, I want it's to the start flex, operating. It's your flex that. space. Exactly. I mean, there can be TVs in there, and people are watching Wimbledon and French Open. Like, yeah. You just yeah. You don't know what it. You don't know what it is until you. Once you lose the space, you can't get it back. Yeah. So this, we're cleaning this up, and this needs to all go out, so we can start utilizing this too. What's this for? This is called the. This is the Billie Jean King, Eye Coach. Really? So you have this here, you have it for anybody. It's not just kids, but you teach, you grab a racket. There's a racket there right behind you. And you just start teaching them how to create topspin. Right? So you're here creating topspin. Wow. So I know a lot of the coaches will have several of these out. So, you know, when they're tossing balls to kids, mm -hmm. rather than the other kids just kind of sitting there, they have to be in topspin and you can start moving and going back and forth. Um, it's it's really it's a good good invention. So this was what they call the youth room. That just had a couch in here and they got a TV and stuff. But to me, this would be a, a great addition to the food yeah. portion, right? So if you have a window here, or if it's open of some sort in any way, and now you have tables in here, mm -hmm. and you got outside. That's to me that that would be ideal. What would you do with it, Howard? I don't know, like off the top of my head, I'd love to see like a really quick post-COVID, of course, yeah. like a healthy salad bar, nuts kind of thing that you can kind of like get what you want yeah. in a really quick, quick environment. Or even if you just walk through and just picked your ingredient, someone behind the counter tossed it for you. Oh, yeah. Or you could just order it on your phone through a toast tab. Order on your phone through a toast tab and pick it up whenever you pick, wanted to, it up. have it pre-packaged yeah. in a refrigerator waiting for you. Now we're talking. Definitely. How many it. kids would come in here and just be like, yeah, swiping yep. to grab a meal? Yeah, or see their name on it and say, yeah. Yeah. you know, this is mine. That'd they just cool. get a text when their yep. bowl is ready. Or their deliciousness is ready. Yep. Or any of the people living in the mm -hmm. neighborhood. Yep. yep. This outdoor area is definitely something when redesigned the right way can be, you know. From a hospital. So yeah. how, Howard runs, I mean, how many different hospitality groups he runs, but he takes care of, uh, what's it, what, I forgot the name, what is it, uh, in Little Italy. Sam the Cooking Guy? No, I know Sam the Cooking oh. Guy. What's the hall called? Oh, Little Italy Food Hall. Little Italy Food Hall, yeah. which has a shared common space mm -hmm. in the middle. Like literally they closed, 
they had to pave that right yeah in order pavers to, in order to close Cobble off down. the street in yeah. order to create yeah, like a I, uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah so it's where not not tacos is uh, sam the cooking guy's restaurant and grazes um but yeah howard's but, been like instrumental this whole area in can creating be, that area this whole area can definitely be you know weatherproof or weatherized to like sit out there all all year long like you wouldn't need to waste any interior space, you know, for mm -hmm. a dining Especially, kind of yeah. situation. Because that's what you guys already do. Yeah. And well, that's, that, yeah, that's well, yeah, that's the, that's the exciting part is like, I mean, there can even be, you should, you should be able to see the tennis, right? Mm -hmm. From here. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like a Wimbledon experience. Exactly. Yeah. You're, in a, you're in a box. <laughs> yeah. You're getting to watch the best. You get your F and B. Like if this was an accessible box that nobody gets on center court, like, but this is where people, yeah. when you, when you go and you're, you're in Wimbledon or you're in French Open and you've got the most money, you're in a box. But what if that was here for the kids yeah. and the families and they could watch the best tennis? Yeah. It's awesome. What kind of technology is getting implemented into tennis, the sport of tennis that you're excited about? So one, one cool thing for tournaments because of COVID is the app. So, you know, I wouldn't want to see this taken away post-COVID, but you know, there's a tournament desk. Yes. All the kids are checking in. Yeah. That's kind of cool because all the kids are there. But right now, because of COVID, with the digital side, which has been really safe, is you can check in online. Yeah. And then you know which court to go to. So it's been super safe to run tournaments because they just go right to their court. There's no gatherings or anything awesome. like that. That's you, can awesome. do, you can do push notifications. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What yeah. like? Everything is through their phone. So they, you see kids come in, they check in, boom, or the parent does. Go to court 16. We've even had the balls waiting for them. What's the name of that technology? Or the, uh, app, or the app? The tennis app, Match App. Match App? Yeah, it's, uh, we got the information up here. Uh, you can, right here, look at this, you can scan. QR code? Match Tennis App. There you go. Go ahead and scan right there. Um, so that's definitely changed the way in which we can run tournaments. And you know we've, we've been running tournaments every weekend. Um, we've partnered with the SETA because there's a lot of places because they run them at clubs, right? Clubs can't have a bunch of kids. So we've been saying, yeah, we'll take them on. You know, we'll take these, ten these, court these tournaments on. We've got the courts. And so we've, we've provided competition for all of these kids, mm -hmm. college players, pros, you know, post COVID in the pandemic, uh, which has just been phenomenal, you know? And it's awesome. The, uh, you know, we just hosted a, the ITA Masters. It was on ESPN on Sunday. And I'm hearing the staff just get thank yous yes. because they're going down and they're wiping right when the match is over. They're keeping things clean. I went before the tournament. I went and zip tied hand sanitizer on <laughs> between every court. Yeah, you know, and so just making people feel comfortable, safe that they can they can be here. The hospitality you know, side of tennis. Absolutely. The host side of tennis. Yeah. Yeah. So I hadn't seen that in years. So you come years. tell come tell us the story. So this was the room that I had my first staff meeting. So I got to meet the staff here when I was hired on May 1st. Uh -huh. And so we met in here and they were all sitting down in here and I came in and, and I had remembered this. I remember this was in the, one of the old rooms. I'm in here, all my family members are in here. But then when I look back and I was like, wow, my great grandmother's award, you know? Amazing. And uh, that was cool, that was like coming home. It's this is the Harper Inc. tournament. So this is these are all the winners of the Harper Inc., which is one of Where the Where are biggest. you? Um, right here. 
91. Is this you? That's me. Down Alex here? Yeah. Wow, Alexander Ryan Stevenson Redondo. Is in there. Alexander Stevenson, really? Yeah, there she, she was there too. How far did she get? She she won. Did she win Wimbledon? Semis at Wimbledon. Semis at Wimbledon. I remember. That's amazing. Yeah, but this is cool. You got, and then you have like Taylor Fritz, Sam Query, you know, the mm -hmm. current champions. What's cool, I, I did a, a little thing in here before on video, and I was telling them it's, it's funny because it's, you can totally tell, you know, the history of San Diego. Yeah. You've got a you know, very traditional Asian, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden you get into the 70s and you're like, Oh, there's some Filipino people, and there's my, <laughs> my aunt, my uncle, <laughs> and then you see like lots of Filipino people, you yeah. know, and then uh, and then it definitely starts to change. But well, you know. then you're talking about access, access to courts, yeah. where it's not just white, you know, people that grew up in Rancho Santa Fe or Del Mar or La Jolla. And I don't you know if you saw my Instagram post yesterday. I was in uh, Barrio Logan, uh -huh. under the bridge. Yep. Check it out though. But I was like looking in the, under there. And I was showing my kids all the skaters, uh -huh. you know, and then taking pictures of all the art. And but it's just beautiful how and I, I posted on this like the sociology of under this bridge. Yes. And you're going to, and the bridge is all you know Barrio Logan Chicano yeah, Park. Chicago it's all about Park. freedom and fighting for freedom, which is crazy. And, and it's all under this bridge, and then you go over this bridge to get to Coronado. Coronado with the Navy SEALs yes. and one of the most dominant military. Mm -hmm. it, to me, I was like, there's got to be some kind of report on this. Yes. Or there should be. There should be. Documentary. Yeah. For sure. But you can see that in here in tennis. Yeah. You know, and you can see it in just one, the Harper Inc. tournament. You see society and you can see the changes, which is so beautiful about our country, mm -hmm. you know, as well. Pretty cool. Well, this is awesome. Any history on Barnes himself, the family? So Barnes from is the East Coast. Yeah, but what he fell in love with, why he was a part of this, was because of the after-school tennis program and how and the outreach going out to help kids. Mm -hmm. And when the San Diego, formerly the San Diego tennis patrons at Morley Field, when there were too many juniors and they were starting to get some not conflict, but I think they started to think, okay, we need a place for all these kids. Mm -hmm. That's when they started their fundraising campaign on this land, for this land, to build a facility. And then Georgie Barnes, obviously named after this facility, named after him, he, he helped create this vision. It's awesome. Yeah, but he loved the vision of going out into the city and helping kids play tennis. And Kathy Willette was the one that started that. And she's still a, a huge supporter of, of uh, Youth Tennis San Diego. Uh, on behalf of Digital Hospitality, we can't thank you enough for sharing your vision. Uh, this is super exciting for someone that grew up playing tennis, um, to see all these kids out here playing tennis. I mean, it takes, it takes a rising tide and uh, we're grateful for the opportunity. Thank you for sharing the story. Um, how can people continue to come out and support you guys digitally, even if they're on the other side of the earth? How can they follow you? Go on, go on our website, www.barnstenniscenter.com. That will connect you to our social media. Um, you can connect with me on Facebook, Ryan Redondo, Instagram, Redondo Ryan underscore YTSD. And go on Barnes Tennis Center SD on Instagram as well to get all our social media posts, all our video of our tournaments, of our kids, and updates. That's awesome. Thank you. Stay curious, get involved, and... 
blossom where you're planted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You got it. Thank you.